Life is full of questions. It's full of twists and turns and complex issues to try to figure out. The last thing you need when planning your financial future is to have the same kind of confusion and complications. You don't need more questions, you need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, your local investor coach in Jackson and the surrounding areas. Each week, you'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make. We'll also educate you about the financial world and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So, let's get to the show. It's time for The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, registered investment advisor, chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local SmartVestor Pro with Dave Ramsey. I am your co-host riding shotgun, as I always do with Nathan. I'm Mark Kelly, along for the ride, and we appreciate your time each and every week here on The Financial Answer. That's what we try to do, provide a few financial answers here and there, hopefully give you something to think about to uh, take along your journey towards retirement and investing. Uh, Nathan does all sorts of good things for the community. You just have to reach out if you'd like to talk to him and ask him some questions. Well, give him a jingle at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. Nathan, buddy, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Evidently, I'm everybody's uh, jack of all financial trades. So. You are. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> know how right. you turned yourself into that, but you know, you kind of right. you, you're you're a popular guy in the industry. But that's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. No, that's right. We that's always right. appreciate you, Tom. You doing good this week? I am. Yeah, I had a great week. We had a good class earlier that's right. this week. Just had yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. had had a lot of uh, good questions and a lot of great people attended, and uh, so I'm just looking forward to. Uh, you know, doing the next one, of course. I, I like doing these classes and just helping people learn more, helping them understand more about investing. Well, it's all about the education. It's a lot of what we do here on the program. And I know, you know, it's funny, we had uh, somebody call in. We had a couple calls from the past show mm-hmm. saying they wanted to attend the class. And I remember one lady called yeah. in and said, uh, you only had room for four or five, so I'm probably late. And it's like, so I want to remind folks, look, you know, even though he just had this class, he's going to have another in October. I know that's a little ways away. We're not worried about dates just yet. But anytime you want to get yourself on the calendar, folks, you know, just leave your contact information. They can always get you booked for the class, even if it overfills up. If, you know, he does these things pretty regularly throughout the year. So we can certainly get you into these informational classes. Uh, just leave your contact information and let them know, hey, let me know when the next one's going to be. I'll be happy to, uh, you know, you know, stop in and attend. And Nathan's uh, team can drop a line back to you, hit you up, let you know all that good stuff. So never hesitate to call and leave your contact information if you'd like to talk more with Nathan or attend one of the classes. 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH. But anyway, let's go ahead and dive into our topic this week, bud. Um, have you ever guessed at something and been wrong? <laughs> No, never. no, never. <laughs> I'm always perfect on that record. <laughs> let's let's get your wife in and ask her yeah, that, right? Well, no, yeah. I, let's. Uh, she's busy. Let's yeah. not. She's, yeah. yeah, she's busy right she's, now. She's doing something else. That's right. Uh, you know, guessing is fine sometimes, but let's be honest with it. Like guessing, pretty much always is bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, like if you're right. trying to that's like right. I don't know, build a some build something, a project. You know, hang a door. You know, I think it's seven and three eighths. Let's just wing it. You know, never a good idea. <laughs> And we do that with our I retirement. I think those people did that to my house when they built Oh, I, I know I did it to my house because I got a door that like is unlevel as all get out. Yeah. But, uh, you know, most people, when they're trying to plan their retirement, they mm-hmm. really kind of guess at some answers, right? Yeah. You've seen Too this Too many a lot. things. Most Too many of the time. things, yeah. right. Yeah. And for whatever the reason is, but let's talk about, you know, why, 
you know, whether you make an educated or an uneducated guess, neither one is good. So, <laughs> you know, let's, let's talk about how we can not do that. And let's discuss like a really, you know, the critical issue is that monthly income. Okay. We've talked about this all the time on the show. We beat that drum pretty regularly. Yeah. yeah. But don't it's guess important. at what, <laughs> it is important, but don't guess at what you might need. Don't no, go, that's right. well, I currently need 4,700 a month. So I guess that'll be fine for retirement. Right. <laughs> that's right. So, you know, the big mistake, well, I guess you can make the mistake on either side of the coin guessing okay. you know, underestimating or, or overestimating, overestimating how yeah. much you need. Yeah. So the problem is just, just the guessing, just the estimation, like you're saying. So it's better to, you know, look at your numbers, look at your situation, make sure it fits into your plan, what you're trying to accomplish. But um, yeah, I've got a client that we were doing this earlier in the year and, and he was, you know, all last year we, we met, I don't know, four or five times, okay. you know, cause he was getting excited. He was about to retire. Yeah, so he not? was happy about that, yeah. you know, and just checking out everything at the end there, making sure everything was good. And, and so just right after the first of the year, we got together and, and he had retired December 31st. It was his last day. So oh, he nice, came in nice and, day, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it was great. And so he came in and, and we were talking and, and, he was like, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, start my distributions. And, you know, how much do I need to take out of this? And I was like, you don't really need to take anything. I said here at first, because you've got your pension and your social security. And, you know, those are actually about $2,000 more a month than what you've than got you on your budget yeah. items for what you're spending. So I so, said, so he had the budget item. He just kind of wasn't thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, He just wasn't thinking about it. He was like, well, I'm retired and I need to just start spending some of this. And oh, I said, okay. okay yeah. So, so go out and, and spend that, spend that extra discretionary income. If you want to, that's fine. Right. And I said, you know, then we can plan on some of these, this other, these investments, just use them for trips, use them for fun stuff that you do with the kids and grandkids and things like that. So, cause he's got, grandkids he loves them he lives close to them and around right, them all right. the time so yeah. you know i mean we just made it fit for his plan he didn't need it he's probably gonna need it later because his pension his social security those things aren't gonna increase over time you know as fast as inflation typically and we're going to talk so, about that in just a minute but yeah, yeah yeah so you know that's the thing that um, just really kind of bringing him back down to say okay i don't need to draw it right now unless i just absolutely need it and i mean here we are whatever august i was trying to think what month we're in here. <laughs> it's so august yeah. here we are in august yeah it's flown by this year yeah, but i mean really he, has. he hasn't taken a penny out you oh, know cool. just hasn't needed to and he's been fine and going and doing everything he's so, ever wanted to do right well so let's extrapolate this a little bit so <laughs> okay. okay you got to figure out the monthly income that you're going to need and you got to yeah, do so right. by at least starting with a basic budget right yeah yeah i mean it just comes down to what your expenses are most of the time when people retire they don't have the mortgage they don't have you know a, a lot of the big debt items you may have a car payment you know yeah. things and, I, like and that. i've got most a little people. i got a question on that too as well oh, okay yeah. yeah so you know when it comes to those things i mean you're basically just paying you know, your normal utility bills and just normal grocery Food expenses. And right, and yeah. Right. And if you like to golf, then, you know, you budget that in those kind of things, you know? So, um, for me, it would be, you know, the fishing trip every, every right, other week, right. that so, kind of stuff. So it all comes to the planning, which obviously we harp on, right. but if you, you've got to start, I think you're ahead of the curve. If you put a basic budget together and then come in and talk with someone and you're saying, okay, look, here's what I'm expecting to spend. Here's what I'm expecting to go out. Now, how do we plan from there? Cause I don't want to guess. And that's our topic, right? Don't yeah. guess at your monthly budget. Don't just assume, well, we spend 4,500 now, we'll spend 4,500 in retirement. No, that's right. That's okay. right. It, it's going to, it's going to end up being probably more than you expect in the first five years of retirement. And let's typically. have some room to adjust. Yeah. Let's cola yeah. this thing, right? Yeah. So you're going to have That's to change right. the cost of living. Now, you That's mentioned right. some purchases. Now, most people, hopefully, we're, we're trying to set ourselves up to not have major purchases in retirement, right? We try, yeah. to, we yeah. try to get that out of the way. 
But you're gonna have them. You just but have you're to plan gonna for have them. them but right. we got a plan for them. So let's right. talk quickly, just a little bit about the difference from not the emergency fund, which we talk about that. That's mm-hmm. a different animal. You need it the is. emergency fund for the emergencies. But maybe you have a major purchase or two in pre-retirement or retirement stage. And somebody listening is probably saying, well, wait a minute, wouldn't that constitute the emergency fund? But not necessarily. It doesn't. Right. No, that, it doesn't. And that's where people make a big mistake, I think. They you know, they think that that new roof is is a major purchase that qualifies under that emergency fund. Okay, so okay. that's a great point. So the new roof. Yeah. Now, yeah. the new roof flies off during a tornado. That's now, an that's emergency. Different. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> and, and more than likely, insurance, insurance is right. going to cover that. You may have to have some of that emergency fund to pay that deductible in that situation. Exactly. So that might yeah. be the emergency. Whereas, let's say you hit retirement at, at uh, you know 65. You yeah. knew at 55 that your roof was old. That's so right. you started. You needed to plan for the Start fact that putting some, some money back. Exactly. Sometime right. around, you know, roofs are th- you know, 25, 30 years. So, yeah, you, so that kind uh-huh. of thing. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, that's okay. exactly right. And you know, and the one that, that people tell me all the time, it's usually not the new roof. It's the the central heat and air unit. You know, it's, well, it's true, that. Yeah. So they use that and they say, well, we'll just tap into the emergency fund. Well, you know, if that thing's 15 years old, you need to be setting aside some money right now because it's probably going to go out in the next five years. And, and you know, I'm surprised it's last 15 lasted 15. Hey, I got but, a train. It's you know, 31 years old. I kid you not. It's 31 oh years. Goodness. It's wow. on the second story, which no one lives up there. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let that joker go till he dies. But yeah, that's awesome. But you got to be prepared because you don't want to be do. yeah. 60 years old sitting in a hot house in the summer. No, that's right. And and so, you know, those are things that you can budget with your investments, you know, make sure that you're not taking too much risk with those. So if the market's down at the time that you need it, then right. you know you can you can use it for that purpose. But don't don't count on using your emergency fund for that. That's the the big mistake item I think that people make here with guessing that they can use it for that. Okay, so, right, exactly. Uh, Great not point. Not for major purchases. Not for major. So yeah. again, guessing gone wrong is kind of our theme here on the program. The financial answer with Nathan O'Brien. So you know, sit down and, and you know work on a, a structure, work on a plan. I mean, that's what we sit here and talk about. And again, Nathan's here to help with all those finer points, the coaching points, but we can put the onus on ourselves to do some of this stuff mm-hmm. by simply doing a little prep, a little pre-talking with our, our spouses and say, what are we thinking we're going to need uh, you know, for retirement? Let's find that out. Let's you know, hone that down. Are we going to have some major purchases when we get to pre-retirement or retirement age? And then right? The silent killer, the one you started to touch on. Do not overlook inflation. Don't just go (laughs) 4,500 works now. So 4,500 will work 20 years from now. (laughs) That's a huge mistake because, you know, in 20 years, since you mentioned that 20 years, that number is going to be double. Yeah. Okay. So you're talking about 9,000 a month just to do the exact same thing you're doing today with 4,500 a month. And that's the thing that no one calculates before they come and in. And we to don't see even me. know that it's going to be double. It might right, even be more right. than double because we don't be know what's going to happen. Yeah, right. We don't know what inflation is going to be over that time frame. If we look over the past 25 years, right. 20 years, it's about 2.5%. But if we look over the past 40 years, it's almost 4.5% over that time frame. So, you know, it's it's 2% higher in the last 44 you know years. It, there's no way for us to know. But one thing that you know, I do try to talk to people about is, you know, with investing historically, the only thing that's consistently outpaced inflation over time is the market is stocks, Mm -hmm. you know, so when you're investing in the market, historically, they have outpaced inflation. So that's something that's the reason to have some allocation in stocks, it doesn't have to be a lot, but have some allocation at least in stocks for the rest of your life, because a 20 year retirement is typical today. And that's that's the norm now. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And that's a 
long time frame to be living on what you were living on 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, so yeah. you don't you don't want to do that. It's, well, you uh, know, folks, Nathan and I are in our 40s. Right. And so I call it the snicker bar effect. And you can look at it any way you want. But when I go to get a snicker bar every once in a while, I get in the mood for a snicker bar. Right. You know, whatever your okay. candy of yeah. choice is. <laughs> right. And you go to get it. And it's, you know, I don't know. It's like a dollar something. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember in high school, I'd love to get I had the same craving every so often I'd go in high school and it was 50 cents. Yeah. You know, you know, and so my dad would yep. used to tell me, he's like 50 cents. I used to pay, you know, 15 cents, you yeah. know, so it's, you know, we yeah. all know inflation exists, but we seem to turn that blind eye so or yeah, it's, so yeah, it's slow. slow. Yeah. That's a good way of looking at for it. It's the most like, part. It's like Except a snail, like healthcare or something yeah. like that. That's what kills us. Exactly. You know? <laughs> well, that brings me to point number four on oh, our yeah, guessing yeah. gone wrong. Look yeah. at you. It's like we've done yeah. this for a while or something. Um, healthcare costs, right? We can't guess at it. And yeah, and yet, in some ways, we almost have to guess at it because it's so hard to pin down. We don't know what the government's going to do. We don't know how that's going to shake out. But I think no. we can make the educated guess, even though I said not to do that at the top of this program, <laughs> that it's probably going to go up. <laughs> yeah, it is going to go up. I'm not. That's for I'm sure. not a, yeah, I'm not. A, that's a pretty good guess. I'm there, not a Mark, prognosticator, so. <laughs> right? I'm not Nostradamus no, here, but I think right. it's going to go up. That's yeah. a pretty good bet, though. I appreciate that. that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, healthcare cost is something, and uh, you know. We've looked, you look historically and you see healthcare costs rising six right. to seven percent on average, and which is a lot higher than the inflation rate. But, um, you know, since we have the Affordable Care Act, it's gone up on average more than that. So I don't know where that's going to end up. You yeah. know, I mean, it's such an unknown right now yeah. that it really causes a lot of difficulty with planning. And so we really end up planning a lot more money allocated toward that than. Hopefully people will need, but you just don't know. You don't know what it's going to be over time. You don't know what's going to happen health-wise or what your costs are going to be. That's one thing that I do like about, you know, working with 65-year-olds and older because Medicare is pretty, you know, it's a pretty fixed cost there. You've got your Medicare, your Medicare supplement, those kind of things. Right. So it's a pretty fixed cost. But up until that point, you know, really you may have a, I may have a client that's 62 and they're paying $1,200 a month a piece for health insurance, yeah. you know, if they, if they quit their job during that time. So it is a lot of just unknown that, you know, there's just a lot of money you have to throw at that before 65. For well, sure. and let me ask you, now I've heard this before and, and I admit the numbers obviously will change, but I've heard that up to a quarter of a million dollars that a retired couple over their retirement mm. years would spend out of pocket. Yeah. That's out of pocket. Yeah. That's out of yeah, your that's pocket. Right. <laughs> that's right. And so, you know, that's why it's important. A lot of people try to save and, and skimp on the Medicare supplement and try to save money, but it's important to get one that covers as much of the cost. Yeah. You know, even if you're not sick right now, you're not taking a lot of prescriptions right now. You right, don't have to answer still, health yeah. questions at first when you get that supplement. But later on, if you try to change, you do. So, you okay. know, think about your future. Think about those things and make sure that you, you know, just get what you need maybe in the future. Don't yeah. necessarily buy what you just need right now because probably at 65 you're not in bad health you may be but but a lot of people aren't and so you're not taking you know 45 pills every morning right. and that kind of thing so yeah, no i hear you there for sure yeah. well listen folks yeah. we're going to take a quick break but it's been a good topic so far today on the program you're listening to the financial answer with nathan o'brien if you'd like to get started with a retirement rescue toolkit a lot of good stuff inside the toolkit uh we're not going to talk about the class right now since he just already had that but it'll be coming up soon in october we'll readdress that soon if you want to get started with the toolkit 
just uh, go ahead and call the number, 855-51-COACH. Say, hey, send me out this box of goodies. There's a lot of good things in there. Uh, the Investor Awareness Guide is really a great piece that they're going to send you. Uh, just leave your contact information, email. Uh, that would be helpful. And they can reach back out to you and get this sent out. And you can get started. That's a good way to dip your toe in the water. Uh, or you can just say, hey, Nathan, I want to talk to you about this. 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. For either one you want to do, just let them know. And we'll be back with more here on The Financial Answer. With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. Here in West Tennessee, turn to the team at O'Brien's and Associates for help. Schedule a review of your plan by calling 855-51-COACH. The team has offices in Jackson and Huntington, so there's a place close by for you to come in and meet. Call now, 855-51-COACH. Can't get those burning financial questions out of your head? Better keep listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Back here with us on The Financial Answer, Mark Kelly and Nathan O'Brien riding along with you in your car today or wherever you are traveling around listening to the radio. We always appreciate your time, 855-51-COACH. If you got questions you need to get some answers to, that's why we call it The Financial Answer. Look at that. That's Boy, that's smart, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's such a good name, though. I do like it the is. name of the show. It's a fun name. Yeah, me too. And we try to provide some answers. We also try to provide a little humor as well and some <laughs> levity, but uh, good stuff that we're talking about today. Uh, if you missed our first topic so far, we covered uh, you know guessing and why it's not a good idea to guess at certain things in retirement. I don't think really guessing is a good idea for most things in life, but certainly no, not when it right. comes to your retirement future. <laughs> but now we're going to turn our attention to, uh, you, you ever see those old movies, you know, so classic Hollywood thing. It's old classic fable thing. You've got the angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other, <laughs> right. right? And That's you know, right. we That's used our to, conscience. We, yeah, it's yeah. our conscience. Well, I thought, well, what if one of them is the voice of fear on one mm, shoulder yeah. and the yeah. other one's the voice of greed, right? Is, yeah. And, and they're just chirping away at you, you know, you kind of picking it. It's you know, real. Kind of, it's it's real, very though. real. So yeah, we have those things. Real. So we're going to do the voice of greed today. Maybe he's got a big, you know, giant voice or something like that. <laughs> he's got a big radio voice. So let's talk about some things that greed might say to us. We hear him kind of chirping in our ear and yeah. why we got to be careful and bounce some of these things off of an advisor like yourself yeah, that's right. uh, before we take action. So Nathan, you know, I've got this little guy, he's on my shoulder. <laughs> he's just talking at me constantly yeah. and he's telling me about my neighbor next door who's got more things than me and is clearly, and yeah, and he's clearly, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's clearly, you know, uh, saved more than I have, you know, yeah. and how in the world am I going to catch up with this joke? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And a lot of people make the mistake of doing that, Mark. And, yeah, don't and, chase the Joneses. Yeah, don't chase the Joneses. But that's not necessarily the issue either. I okay. mean, a lot of times people say, well, you know, they've got a million dollars in their account. How, what do I need to do to get to a million? You may not need to get to a million dollars. You may. But you we know, live in the same town, right? Okay. Yeah. We, if we live in the same it's, town, don't we need the same money? Okay. No. So the, <laughs> no, the primary answer is here, you know, if, if I gave you the most awesome returns that you could ever imagine okay. every single year, the rest of your life, uh -huh. and you never met a goal, would you be happy? Wow, that's a that's an interesting way of looking at it. Yeah, or you know, if I if I gave you mediocre returns the rest of your life, but you met every single goal that you were ever wanting to accomplish, huh. which one would you be happy with? I, you know, I think most yeah. people would probably, well, okay, we're talking about greed here. I think a lot of us yeah. might say, I want as much as I can get, as much as I can get. But I think if you stopped and listened for a second, you're achieving the things you want to achieve. I would That's take right. that. You know, my, right. I, my, my wife and I were discussing this the other day. We don't live as quote unquote flamboyantly as we thought we might just a few years ago because yeah. as our life yeah. changed, we were like, you know what? I really kind of enjoy, uh, we're in the country, for example. Yeah. You know, we both thought yeah. we might want to live closer to town, 
but we're not, and we actually enjoy that. So yeah, I think that's a great way of looking at it. Hit the yeah. hit the goals, uh, and hit the goals well versus trying to kill it and never getting the goals. That's right. That's right. Look and, at us and, getting deep know, today. Wow. Yeah, that's you know, and that's a good conversation that I like to have with a, a lot of my clients. Just you know, to make them understand because a lot of times when they when they say you know I want fifteen percent a year returns, I'm like okay. You know, <laughs> let's talk about this for a minute yeah. because the market historically doesn't do that for long time frames. Right, okay? right. But, you know, I mean, just bringing it back to reality and saying, okay, if we can meet your goals on eight or 9% a year instead of 15, why shoot for the moon? Why not, you know, why not reach every goal you're trying to yeah. accomplish in your and, life? And I'll tell you why, because the voice of greed. It does, yeah. Yep, that's that, it. That's our that's topic, it. right? The voice of greed will, will reach out and bite you. Uh, well, right. we're having a great conversation here today on the financial answer. Thanks so much for listening. We hope that you're enjoying it as well. Uh, if you want to talk to Nathan about that greedy guy on your shoulder that you need to kind of get him <laughs> under control, give him a jingle, 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH. Again, there's no cost or obligation to just say, hey, listen, I want to talk about X, Y, or Z, whatever it is that's on top of mind. Uh, reach out and get started with him today, or you can get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. We'll remind you about that here in just a minute. Uh, let's get back to our greedy guy for a second. A couple more before we wrap up. Okay. Um, actually, let's, let's Let's hit the emergency fund. We, we talked about it earlier in the show where we said, you know, don't mistake major purchases in retirement for the emergency fund. Right. So what about the people who find themselves saying, well, the emergency fund sits there and basically collects bank Makes dust. Makes nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Bank dust is right. Yeah. So it's it, they're starting to come back a little bit, you know, on the rate of return, okay. but not much. But still, it's, it is it is something that, especially if you've got forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 sitting there making nothing. But that's not the point. The point is that will never lose, okay? Because okay. you don't know when the emergency is going to be. You can plan for the roof. You can plan for the central unit. You can plan for all of those, you know, normal things that right. we have happen. Just, you know, things wearing out over time. A, a new car is not an emergency, okay? Yeah. It's, it's not that. So you want to make sure that... That money is there the day you have to have it. You can get quick access to it. It's there. It's not going to be down no matter what the market, what the economy is doing. So it's fine if it's collecting dust because it's there if you need it. That's the emergency fund. In the proper amount, though, right, Nathan? Because yes. if you have too no, much, that's, now, that's you are, exactly right. now you yeah. are just kind of wasting away. Yeah, yeah. Earlier this year, I had a, had a person come in. They had 300000 sitting in a checking account. And oh, I was wow. Like, yeah, what are you doing? So, wow. Um, and, and come to find out, they had, you know, really just didn't know what to do. You know, they had no idea yeah, on how okay. to invest and it was bad, you know, bad decisions they had made in the past that kind of had them, I guess, locked up where they are right now. Right. But, um, you know, but anyway, after that, I was like, okay, I understand your situation now. So, uh, you know, going forward, we were able to help and make sure they, they did the right thing. So, well, you know, when we're talking about these things, and uh, by the way, if those folks are listening, if you need an adopted child, uh, <laughs> an adopted radio personality, I'm, I'm here. Just you're saying. open, right? I'm yeah, open to open, help yeah. you with that 300 yeah. grand. No, in all seriousness, you know, a lot again, what we do here on the program is we try to, you know, give you some things to think about. And of course, we're all, hey, don't feel bad if greed has, has gotten a hold of you because you're human. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. we're all it's fall victim to every it. Every one of us, fight yeah, with. we all yeah. fall victim to it. Yeah. Well, let's finish off with the, the final little voice of greed. Uh, that little guy might be sitting there saying, "Look, you're, you're better off if you just handle this yourself. Uh, you're safer. Whatever kind of little thing you hear him say, versus giving your your money away to some guy, an advisor, uh, to try to help mm -hmm. you." And and I get that 
people have been burned in the past by that. But I think yeah. overall, it, you know, most advisors, again, vet the person out, you know, vet the yeah, person out, right. but take the time, do the diligence. But I think there's real value to be had there with the right team. That's, that's true. And, you know, you've got to, just like you were saying, you've got to make sure that you're using an actual advisor, not a financial peddler of product, you know, <laughs> yeah, so right. you don't want to right, use somebody, right. someone who just sells annuities or just sells life insurance or just sells whatever. Talk with a true financial advisor, someone who has experience in the industry. And studies show that, yes, we actually do help for some reason. I don't know <laughs> Holy why. Moly, but Yeah, right. no, it's, it's awesome. I mean, it's really, you know, and I think all of my clients t- would tell you that. But uh, just having that peace of mind is powerful to know that you can bounce ideas off of someone that's out of the circle with your household. So you and your wife talk about stuff, but you don't know if it's the best thing to do. So you can call up your advisor and say, hey, should we do this? Is this is this going to fit good with our plan? And just having that other set of eyes that's outside your situation to look in and say, yeah, it it makes sense. Or, you know, maybe let's wait a year or two before you do that. And so, you know, it's just having that other person. It really helps a lot. Having that coach and having that person that's in the community, not necessarily calling Nashville or calling Knoxville or calling LA or whatever the case is, right? But having (laughs) someone who's local who understands the local, you know, flavor, if you will, as well. So uh, before we hit a quick break here, Nathan, we're going to come back with more on the program. Uh, I mentioned the separating myth from truth. So I just kind of tossed it out there before. I know people who listen to us regularly know that we we offer this little guide, but just give us a quick breakdown. What's the guide? So yeah, the guide is is great. If you if you are one of those that you feel like you don't know much about investing, or even if you feel like you know everything about investing, this guide is great for you. It helps you really understand the the mistakes that a lot of investors make and some things to do to avoid that and also some steps in the right direction, things you need to make sure that you are doing. And so it's a great guide. It's not super long. It's easy. It's an easy read, 15, 20 minute read, but it literally will change the way you look at investing, making sure that you make good decisions uh, with your retirement savings, with your investments for the rest of your life. So if you'd like that guide, all you have to do is give us a call 855-51-COACH. We'll be glad to get that guide out to you. We can send it to you through the mail and also uh, we can send you a PDF version through your email as well. So 855-51-COACH, we'd love to get it out to you. Yeah, just call and say, hey, this is Joe Smith or whatever your name is. Here's my phone number. Here's my email address. I'd like to have that investor awareness guide they will not hit you with a bunch of spam uh yeah any anymore it doesn't really matter because people find you anyway right That's it's right. one of those things i get all these calls now i don't know i love how the fact you ever do that do not call list thing yeah the, the, absolutely. right they've they, been on it for a long time i still get calls and still day. get calls right and they opened it up to cell phones a couple years ago yeah, yeah. and it's the word i get called twice a day from oh, something yeah. about some sort of life insurance thing. Yeah. It cracks me Do up. not hang up. This is the best thing that you've yeah. ever heard yeah. of. You know, that robotic yeah, we, voice. Yeah, we don't go down that, ro- that road, <laughs> folks. So Nathan's right here in the community, here in the Hub City, uh, Jackson and Huntington. Hey, if they if they call and harass you, you're able to go down to his office and harass him right back. So that's, <laughs> that's, why, right. that's why this is simply something to help educate you and get you some more information. So if you'd like one, hey, give a call, 855-51-COACH. If not, keep it right here. We'll still keep talking anyway. We'll be back on the other side on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. At O'Brien & Associates, we encourage your questions. Questions about 401ks, questions about Social Security, questions about long-term care, taxes, estate planning, income planning, and anything else you might think of along the way. Come in for a visit with our team and get answers to your questions. Call 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. 
You're listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Now back to the show. Well, you're back here with us. This is The Financial Answer. Thank you so much for tuning into the program or staying tuned into the program. We certainly appreciate your time today as you're out and about running around doing errands, driving here or there, working in the yard, coming from church, whatever the case is. I guess it wouldn't be church. It's Saturday. (laughs) can be. It can be. On, that's true. Depends on your religion. Depends on your yeah. religion. That's true. Yeah. Uh, if you got questions and you need some help, give Nathan a jingle at 855-51-COACH. You say, Mark, what am I calling Nathan for? Well, I don't know. Maybe you want to talk to him about your financial, your investing, your retirement situation. He can certainly give you a hand with that. He's been doing this for a number of years. So. That's funny. I had, a, I had a person come in one time and they were like, I don't know why I'm here. I just need your help. <laughs> well, there you go. See, All right. That's why we do the program. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to him online, you can find him at investorcoach.net. That's investorcoach.net. And you probably heard the, uh, the little promos there for the toolkit. You can always get yourself a complimentary retirement rescue toolkit on the website as well, investorcoach.net. Nathan, let's talk about some things that drive you crazy, and I don't mean me. <laughs> okay, and I don't mean Tanya. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say that. And I don't mean either, your kids. So. <laughs> uh, no industry look is without flaws, right? Right. And, and the financial industry yeah. clearly is no exception. Has plenty. Has plenty. <laughs> yeah. uh, so maybe you could right. tell us a time or two when you've encountered some of these issues that I'm going to give you, and just okay. you know how they drive you nuts. Okay. As well yeah. as your clients. <laughs> yeah. So hidden right. fees. Uh, I know mm, that's kind of a yeah. pet peeve for clients, but actually, it's a pet peeve for you too. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Hidden fees are something that, uh, you know, that hidden word is what stinks You know, with that. Yeah. (laughs) Most people don't know about them because they're hidden like that, unless they really just take a lot of time and go into a lot of detail trying to figure out what's what they're actually paying. And, you know, sometimes people are surprised to see that they're paying four, four and a half percent a year to own this variable annuity or whatever. They just didn't understand the true cost of that. So all I can simply say here is, what you don't see can hurt you okay this can reduce your returns this can really hurt your returns over your lifetime so make sure you're aware of the cost make sure you're aware of all little intricate fees and costs that are inside of investing you can't get around it unless you put all of your money in a checking account or a cd or something like that then you don't pay fees in that but sometimes sometimes you pay fees in a checking account but um for the most part you're not going to pay fees in those, but you're not going to make much of a return. So any type of investment in the market is going to have a cost. Just be aware of it. Be yeah. a full understanding of what you're doing. Okay. Well, that's certainly a good one to start off with. It's kind of like catfish when you go fishing. Uh, they're hidden. <laughs> they <laughs> you're try- are. You're trying yeah. to catch something other than catfish, and you keep catching a catfish. So yeah. I keep hiding yeah. from you. Uh, <laughs> all right. How about advisors who put their own goals ahead of their clients? Now, we, I know we, the government was putting a change in place. They kind of kicked that can down the road a little bit. Yeah, but, they did. They uh, did. But a fiduciary, of which is what you are, does not mm-hmm. do that. I read an article about that just recently, and the article was talking about even fiduciaries do terrible things for their clients sometimes. Okay. And, and it's because they just don't know. You know, they don't know that they're doing the wrong thing. They don't do it on purpose. They just, they just don't know that they're doing the wrong thing. So uh, most advisors, I have to think, I have to think that most advisors are trying to do the best they possibly can for their clients. Okay. Um, you know, there's always that sour apple in the bunch, you know, or whatever, but there's, for the most part, I think advisors are trying to put the client's goal ahead of their own. So, you know, it's just important, I think, to have that conversation with your advisor. Say, you know, will you please put it in writing that you're going to 
put my interest first, that you're going to be a fiduciary for me. And, you know, I think most advisors are going to do that for you. If they, you know, if, if they're really trying to help you and do their job, then they're going to do that. So it's just the fact that a lot of times they just don't know. It's super easy to become an advisor. We've talked about that in the yeah, past. Yeah, very Mark. true. You know, it, it is. Well, not only that, we were talking uh, not too long ago, we we're saying not only is it easy to become one, but for some of these people who haven't been doing it very long, all they've known is growth. Like all yeah. they've known is maybe they've been doing yeah. it five or six years and it's yeah, like they, it's, they haven't seen a bear market. <laughs> a bear market so, yeah. yeah, that's right. All they've seen is a bull market. Yeah. So that's when I like to tell my clients, that's when I earn my money, yeah. you know, is is during that bear market. <laughs> anyway, 855-51-COACH is a number to call if you'd like to talk with Nathan about things that drive you crazy when it comes to the financial industry uh, in retirement, things you'd like to talk about. Maybe it's hidden fees. Uh, maybe it's cookie cutter plans. I know that that's yeah. another one that's yeah. kind of, look, you can go online and probably accomplish a a lot of things and and uh, you know use some sort of uh, something on Google or whatever you find some robo thing or whatever the right. case is right. but uh, is it really truly going to help you if it's just kind of a generic cookie cutter deal yeah I mean that's the that's the thing you know it depends on again that's why I say it's all dependent on how your advisor gets paid okay okay when I was a broker we pushed annuities okay, okay. the, the company I was with we pushed annuities that was mainly mainly when I say mainly I mean that's only the only thing that we sold okay and guess what everybody that came into the office got one got an annuity yeah. okay or that was a perfect fit for them that's because that's the only thing that we sold and fortunately I saw the error of my ways and and you know because it's that's not how life is that's not what the answer is for right. everybody I saw that hey this brokerage firm is trying to cause me to do this because they make more money if I push annuities and and that's not what's helping my clients so yeah, I mean, you need to work with an advisor that's well-rounded, that can help you with any investment that's out there, or that can at least advise you on any investment that's out there. I, I talk about life insurance all the time to people. I have my insurance licenses, but I don't sell insurance. I don't sell life insurance. I don't sell annuities. I can tell you where to go to get those or help you get those if you have someone that, that does that for you. But I don't do those things, but I try to be well-rounded and give good advice on that. And just make sure that your advisor does that as well and make sure that they're just not trying to offer one thing only you know just this mutual right. fund family or or whatever whatever the case might be yeah. well and that's kind of part of again why we do the program here the financial answer is to get some information out there for people to make judgments and make uh, calls for themselves and sit down and talk with different people hey you know there's nothing wrong with talking to more than one person by the way right. you know just because we do the show and, and nathan you know does this program uh yeah sure he'd like for you to come in and sit down and have a chat with him but the idea is talk with somebody and maybe talk to a <laughs> couple of somebody's that's right uh, education, education is the key and yeah, find the, the find a good fit not only personality wise but right. also uh, competency wise it's a good fit for you as well mm-hmm. 855-51-COACH is the number to call if you do have questions you know Nathan you mentioned um, when you you know in your younger days <laughs> and, you, and, I, and let, me, let me say that we're not bashing annuities here by any no, means no not at all not for some people for some people in some situations it can be a great and useful tool right. um, but just make sure that you are finding out because there are several kinds of them and of course you want to make sure you have the right one that's going to be the right fit for you but big companies that push products are something that does kind of drive people crazy. I kind of just um, liken it to like when you go clothes shopping and it's summer's over and they're still trying and they're discounted all of the swimsuits, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same kind of thing, right? Well, yeah. we, we want to clear out these swimsuits because we don't want to keep the stock. So let's push them. It's kind of the same way where big companies say, just push this product because I want it gone. Whatever right. the hot topic is of the, of the week. 
Right, right. So, and you know, you've got to make sure that you're not working with, and I'm not bashing car salesmen, okay, but you've got to make sure that you're not working with a car salesman when you're dealing with your advisor. When you go to the Ford dealership, you expect them to tell you that the Ford is the best truck in the world, okay? The F-150 is the best truck in the world. They're not going to tell you. We assume that, right. Yeah, right, right. And so they're not going to say, well, you know, the Ford's great, but that Toyota across the parking lot over there is probably the best, you know, that kind of, they're not going to say that because that's what they sell. Right. But when you sit down with an advisor, you want you want very specific advice for your situation and not just a cookie cutter pushing this product or whatever because this is what you sell with that firm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's what's so important. And a lot of people don't realize that some advisors just push certain products like that. So it's just it's a simple conversation. All you have to do is ask and talk to your advisor about that. So um, and if they are, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying you need to decide if that's what you want or not. So you know, everybody has a certain need for something. So make Very sure true. it fits what you're trying to accomplish. Very true. Well, if you again, if you'd like to talk with Nathan, it's eight five five fifty one coach. Now, here's a question for you to kind of kind of finish up our things that drive you crazy segment here. Um, let me ask you for financial plans. I think one thing that, that irritates all of us, and it's not even just financial plans, but uh, like when you go get your mortgage, right? Your mortgage is like two volumes of war and peace. It's just <laughs> enormous. <laughs> Uh, and, and so I think people kind of begin, they or at least they used to, kind of expect that same thing when they would sit down and get a financial plan put in place. It's just like, oh my God, is this thing going to be huge? What's your take on that? Does it have to be this monster document? No, and no, it doesn't. So, uh, you know, one of the things that we do that has really helped people understand more is I have a, a recommendations page. So when we do a financial plan, yeah, it's important for, I think, the client, if they want to, especially if they're, you know, an engineer type that's really analytical on something and really wants to understand, you know, how that number came about, it's important for me to provide that information. Okay. Um, so I do that through the financial plan, but always at the front of that, I have a recommendations page. These are things that you need to do to make this successful. Okay. The next 30, 40, 50, 70 pages will show you how I came up with that. If you're interested in, in knowing that. Okay. <laughs> but you need to understand these are things that you need to accomplish here. Okay. And, and this is why, and you know, I always show that recommendations page because, you know, historically, Mark, what I've seen is that, a lot. Okay, I'm gonna step on some toes here, probably. But a lot of these financial plans just end up saying at the end of those, you need to buy an annuity <laughs> okay, or a yeah. life insurance. You know, depending on what the advisor sold. Okay, we've been talking about the cookie cutter approach here, and and that's what they a lot of times have just ended up being. So it's all of this data just so you will buy this annuity or buy this life insurance or long term care insurance or something. So and it's not really something that's a benefit to people, but. Um, but That's, a plan, but a plan can be. It can it be. It can be. Absolutely, okay. it can be. You've got to work with someone who is unbiased on their approach. I, you know, I talk about this all the time on the show, but it's so important to make sure that that's what you're dealing with. And you know, and so yes, the plan is going to be long and detailed. You don't have to read it all, just like you don't read your prospectus, okay, <laughs> <laughs> with your mutual funds or with your investments. Most people don't read those. You should, but most people don't, okay. And so. 
I think it's important for the advisor, the financial planner or whatever to give a recommendations page like that sure. that summarizes what needs to happen and makes it easier to understand. Well, there you go. So that's uh, things that can drive you crazy in the financial industry. And look, if you have some questions or you'd like to sit down and talk with Nathan specifically and bounce some ideas off of him, give him a call and uh, come in for a consultation. There's no cost. There's no obligation. Or just give him a call and have a chat with him over the phone. 855-51-COACH is the number to call to leave your contact information. Tanya will get back with you and get you scheduled for a time to chat. 855-51-COACH. Or uh, get that rescue toolkit, that retirement rescue toolkit at his website, InvestorCoach.net. We'll be back here in just a moment for our quick wrap up here on the program. Stick around. This is The Financial Answer. Hey everybody, Mark Killian here, the host of The Financial Answer, reminding you not to forget, reach out for your Retirement Rescue Toolkit from Nathan O'Brien by texting the word RETIRE to 555-888. That's the word RETIRE to 555-888 on your smartphone. Don't forget for your complimentary Retirement Rescue Toolkit, text RETIRE to 555-888 or call 855 855- 51 coach. Stay tuned. There is more coming up on the financial answer. You've got questions. We've got answers. This is the financial answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hey, you're back here with us on the financial answer with Nathan O'Brien. As we are cruising along on the show today, I haven't done that to him for a while. Made him laugh. Oh, yeah. You he, always get me. <laughs> he's the founder of O'Brien and Associates, and he is very pale, so I'm not picking on him by doing that, uh, which is why he likes the mountains and not the beach. That's you right. Know, so yes, that's right. We, and, we, you know, to all our listeners, too, I know I've said this before, but Mark will always do something super funny right before we come back on the air. So, you know, I'm trying to just choke it down over here and try not to laugh <laughs> as we come on the air. And, you know, he's and then he comes in and throws out something else you know so you know, I mean, he's, why? Just a, he's just he's lo- just the local jokester uh, apparently <laughs> like why you know why be, yeah exactly i'm, I'm the, like the, i got the little joke the uh the little jester hat on and the whole nine yards but why not have a little fun while we're on the no that's well, right. right it's great it's absolutely great. well listen i'm my gonna favorite part of that I, I appreciate that thank you so much <laughs> yeah so listen let's hit people up with some financial jargon because everybody loves jargon you know yeah that's right <laughs> uh but no what absolutely. i want to do is is i'm going to give you some terms and some things just to you know give us a quick run down on some of these because it is confusing. You know, a lot of the stuff that we talked about today on the program, we might have somebody saying, yeah, you know what? I am guessing at what my you know investments are and what they're doing. And I do need to get some more information, but I have no flipping clue asset allocation is. So how do I fix it? You know, I would always challenge you if you have a financial advisor and you don't understand some word that they tell you, just say it. Okay. Yeah. I, just tell them, just say, look, I don't know what that is. Have them explain that to you in a way that you can understand. But asset allocation, you know, there's different asset classes. Okay. And an asset class, everyone has typically heard of large cap stocks and small cap stocks and mid cap stocks. Okay. So those are all asset classes. It's all stocks in that category based on their market capitalization. So they're lumped into the large caps if they're 10 billion or more in market cap and so forth. Okay. Right, okay. So it's, it's the asset allocation, which asset classes you own in your portfolio to help determine your portfolio's performance. And there's and a the lot way, of asset al- classes, right? Like 20 there are, plus or yeah. something? Oh yeah, there's 27 asset classes okay. out there. So um, actually there's more than that. So yeah, 27. And it's grown because I think it, I remember it used to yeah. be lower than that. But Yeah, and so you have, you know, U.S. asset classes, international asset classes oh, yeah. as well. So, you know, there's there's a lot of asset classes. There's been studies done by a, a company called Brinson or a g- group of guys called Brinson, B. Bauer and Hood. And they did this study over the past 30 years and they 
they've been challenged three times in court on this. Wow. And because their their studies show that asset allocation determines your portfolio's performance. Okay, so um, nothing else. Stock picking, market timing, anything else that you can think of does not determine your portfolio's performance. It's asset allocation. So have that conversation with your advisor. If you're all in large cap stocks, that's not the right thing to do. Most people are probably. 89%. Really? That's a good statistic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, 90% probably of people that I see have all large, large cap, cap stocks. Is asset allocation something that the average person needs to know and or be concerned about or just a, a decent knowledge, working knowledge to be able to say, hey, how am I allocated? Can you break right. it down for me? Yeah, just a decent working knowledge of that and, and understand the difference between large caps and small caps and growth stocks and value stocks. That's an asset class as well. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of different things well, just hit, hit us with it principles. what's the difference in a growth stock yeah yeah so growth stocks are looking at the book to market ratio okay. of that i'm not getting to that on the air no that's fine that's the that's the cpa give us the, the cliff notes. <laughs> give us the cliff notes <laughs> yeah. version right yeah so growth stocks are low book to market stocks so you're looking at the book ratio versus their market ratio okay high book to market stocks are value stocks so what that means is that the market value of the company versus their book value is very similar. So we don't think that that company is producing anything that we can live without. It's not Apple. It's not somebody like that because we can't live without our iPhones or we can't live without our MacBooks. Or we think, right. you know, so, so technically it's not we can a, folks. Yeah, that's right. You actually <laughs> that's can, right. believe it or not. That's right. So a value company is a company that is, you know, that's a, that's a high book to market stock. That's a company that's kind of struggling at the time, okay. but you want to own them because you own them out of that struggle. You own them when they hit that growth spurt. Okay. Okay. But you own the asset class since we've talked about that. Don't just choose Apple as an example, buy the whole asset class, all large cap stocks, buy everyone in the large growth category, buy everyone in the large value category and allocate it right in your portfolio. You know, we tilt toward value stocks because they have about a 2% premium per year. They make better than growth stocks over time. So we tilt the portfolio to value. Historically, it's done much better if you do that. So we're following the research. There's 50 years of research on that. Through, right. Okay. You know, through the academics. Well, and I, you know, and I know that, like I said, we, we I don't want to go too far in the left field because yeah, we're talking no. about jargon here <laughs> right. and we don't want to confuse people, but I think it's important sometimes to just, you know, try to as simply as we can provide some of that education mm -hmm. that you do in the class. And I know these are the kinds of things that you do talk about in those. So again, if you missed the right. class, you know, pay attention to the show over the next couple of weeks. We'll be talking about when the next one's coming up in October. Uh, risk tolerance. Now, a lot of people, if they've been listening to us for a while, they've definitely heard us say this and you can get a risk analysis done to determine what your tolerance is. <laughs> Which those are, those are great right when you take that test. Okay. Okay. The risk, <laughs> the risk allies or the risk analysis but it changes? or whatever. Is that what you're saying? Yes, absolutely. It changes. <laughs> and so, you know, I mean, 99% of people sit down with me and and especially if they're, you know, 50 years old and they say, yeah, I could probably handle if it's a worst case scenario and everybody else in the world is losing 50 percent, I could handle losing 30 percent of my portfolio. You know, if everybody else is losing 50. But when that's happening, they are clawing at the office door trying to get in. <laughs> Let's get into cash. Let's do something else. You know, gotcha. so it's so different with what you say on paper and what you can do through a program versus what happens in real life. So that's where, that's why I coach. That's yeah. why I spend so much time with clients on the education and truly helping them understand 
standard deviation, which is another jargon word there, you know, but standard deviation, just really how much volatility you have, how, what's your measurement of risk in your portfolio. And, you know, understanding that can really help you learn a lot to to becoming more confident yeah. and have more peace of mind. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is the financial answer you're listening to, and we're trying to give you some financial answers, <laughs> talking about some jargon and sometimes uh, some words and phrases that kind of uh, get lost on people, or we've heard them and we think maybe we know what they mean, but we're not quite exactly sure. And of course, that can be part of that guessing game we talked about earlier in the program. So if you got some questions and you just want to learn more, that's why Nathan does what he does here in the community, 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. He's your local investor coach here in the Hub City. Uh, he's a registered investment advisor, been doing this uh, 15 plus years, a chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local smart investor pro with Dave Ramsey. So got a couple of things there that shows he kind of has an idea what he's doing. Uh, give him a jingle <laughs> if you got questions or concerns, 855-51-COACH. All right, a couple more on the jargon, Nathan, before I let you uh, jump off this topic. Uh, you mentioned, uh, well, you didn't mention those, so I'm going to mention them real fast. Most of our listeners at this point probably know what an RMD is. Uh, and uh, and yeah. you want to make sure that you are working with your RMDs correctly so that they don't become a WMD to your retirement plan. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. That's good. Yeah. So break it down that's for a, us. That's right. So the RMD stands for required minimum distribution. So if you have an IRA or a 401k or something, some type of qualified plan like that, when you turn 70 and a half, if you're no longer working, then you have to start taking money out of your... Uncle Sam wants their money. Yeah, AKA, that's right. You got to pay some taxes on it. You can't just keep deferring those taxes forever. So, you know, if if you have a million dollars in your 401k, your RMD is about 4% when you turn 70 and a half. So you have to okay. take about 40 grand out that year. And so it's something that you need to be aware of because that's going to increase your taxable saying, income by $40,000. Yeah. Right. So you don't have to spend it. You just have to pay the taxes on it. So right. you need to understand that and, you know, talk with your advisor and make plans for that. If you have a larger 401k or IRA account that's got, that's been tax deferred for 30 years and, you know, you need to make sure that your advisor is keeping an eye on that. Try to pay as little taxes as right. possible. Hopefully, hence I mean, that's my, the point. Hence the WMD yeah. thing, right? Yeah, you don't want right. it to blow it up and that's jack right. up your whole tax strategy. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So yeah, that's uh, true. these are all parts of the different things that we're talking about with the financial jargon. Uh, you mentioned the small cap, mid cap, large cap. I was going to mm -hmm. ask you to kind of elaborate on that, but I think you did a pretty good job. Good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'll kind of move on from there. Okay. But again, it's something that you want to be um, diversified. You want to have a little bit of each right? You're not yeah, just be yeah. all in one. And I, I really don't like mid cap stocks. Oh, okay. Um, historically, right. you look at mid cap stocks and, and those stocks have the same expected return as large cap stocks, but they just have more risk. So oh, why, okay. why add more risk yeah. to your portfolio? It yeah. doesn't make sense. So by large and small, by growth and value in those categories. So that's our US smaller and companies and our yeah. larger companies. Yeah. So companies that are, and it really, when I say small, I'm talking about focus on small companies, 1.2 billion in market cap or less. <laughs> wow. So yeah. So <laughs> This is not your small. mom and pop grocery store or right. something like that. So yeah, it's uh, that's a small company. Large caps are usually anything ten billion or more in market cap. So um, yeah, and you know those are the those are the mega you know giants that yeah. are out there. Yeah, and I'm and I'm, telling, I'm just like you know I'll take zero point one percent. That's right. <laughs> I'd be hey, happy. A interesting thing. Sure. I read. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was looking at an article the other day and it was talking about the S and P five hundred. You okay. know what that is, right? The, yep. the five hundred largest companies in the United States in, yep. in their category. Standards and pores. Yeah, that's right. So um, that market cap of the S&P 500 is $4.5 trillion. Okay. So when you add all those companies together, they're worth about $4.5 trillion. Wow. Five 
five, five companies five, yeah. make up over half of that market cap. And we just moved our national okay. debt to like $21 trillion, So <laughs> That's right. Why can't those five well, help us Apple, out? Just Apple hit a trillion in market cap, yeah. you know, earlier or maybe the end of last week. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah I, you know, it's it's growing. It's growing. That's for sure. You know, I was thinking about when that, when we hit said the S and P and the Standard and Poor's. You know, I was like, when's the first time you heard that phrase? And for me, it was Monopoly. You gotta you gotta give Monopoly the kudos for teaching us that. Oh you yeah. Used to play Monopoly yeah. when you were a kid, and you'd get yeah. that little bank dividend in your era, or that's the right. Standard and Poor's thing would come up. The S and I was like, all right, go Monopoly. Yeah. Stuck with my right. brain for thirty Loved years. Love that game. Yeah. I played that since I was two. Exactly. Oh, wow. You were, no wonder, you, no wonder you got into the financial business. No, that's you, right. You were, the banker. you were the banker, too, weren't you? I was, yeah, I was. <laughs> Keeping everybody straight as that that's banker. Right. Well, this is the Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. We've been talking jargon here, financial jargon on the program. Uh, just trying to break down some of these you know, terms that we hear, asset allocation, risk tolerance, uh, RMDs, you know, small cap, mid cap, large cap, all that kind of fun stuff we've discussed a little bit. And Nathan's a great resource to turn to when you do have questions about how to invest properly or how to get yourself set up uh, to hopefully get through to and through your retirement journey uh, and achieve those goals, kind of like we talked about earlier. You know, check off those goals that are hopefully on the list versus just making decisions that you think are going to help you do that. 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH. Uh, we're getting short on time, but I'll, I'll give you one more here. So okay. the you, the acronyms we get, the RIA, Right, the registered investment okay. advisor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The CFP, the certified financial planner. Uh, what's a CHFC? That's a chartered financial consultant. Okay. And it's a lot like a CFP, uh, not quite the same, but it's a lot like that. And you don't have to have a college degree, I think, for okay. the a chartered financial consultant. I'm not 100% positive on that, but uh, I think that's the difference in, in that and a CFP. Okay. With a CFP, you're required to have a bachelor's degree um, you know, with that, finance. but a CHFC okay. doesn't require that. All right, so right. here's my question. So yeah. people see all these and they go, yeah. well, which one do I talk to? <laughs> do you some know? research on it first. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, there's 4,000 different designations exactly. out there. So, you know, I'm a chartered retirement like planning counselor. Right. Yeah. You know, and so the reason I got that designation is just because I work with a lot of retirees and I do a lot of retirement planning. So I wanted to learn and know as much as I possibly could with that. So, okay. you know, that's, that's the reason that I have it. And so a CFP typically they're going to be financial planners, you know, and they, they, a lot of times are accountants as well, but not always. And okay. so it's just, it's so you really want to vet out the person. Yeah, for the really things check that it out and see if it's something now you're not as a, as you mentioned, RIA and legally, you're not supposed to say RIA as a designation. Oh, okay. Um, it, you know, it's registered investment advisor. So, um, you know, if, if you see an advisor doing that, then that's illegal. So, oh, <laughs> but, oh well, I'm sorry. I said it that way on there. I was just <laughs> no, looking at the fine. thing and abbreviating, no, but it's yeah, fine. it's but fine. That's it's, it happens. I've seen it out there. So it, it does happen, but, uh, you know, just, you know, check out the designation or the, the initials after the name. See if it's something that is actually what you want and what you need and see if it's a legitimate designation. Well, and I was going to say, you know. and so, you know, there's some biggies. You can kind of use that as a starting point. Yeah. But why yeah. is it important? Well, for one thing, everybody's going to be a fiduciary, right? right? So, you know, everyone's a fiduciary, which right. means you have to do the right thing for the client, you know, morally right. and all that well, kind of good stuff. Any registered investment advisory is yeah. right. And yeah. so it's important to, you know, that's a one piece of it. But I think, I guess what I wanted to bring to the table was it's also important important that when you sit down and, and you know, hey, you know, go car shopping, if you will, for an advisor, talk to one, talk to two, talk to yeah. three. Is it is this the right person for me? 
Right, right. And, and, you know, the personalities have to fit and their style of talking with you needs to fit with you, you know, and just, I mean, that's really what we spend the first meeting for, just trying to see if our, if our, you know, personalities fit and if I can help you, you know. Well, think about, think about your doctor, right? So you go see your regular doctor and and I (laughs) think regular doctors, general, you know, you're just your general doctor that you see. I think they've learned to tone it down. Mm-hmm. Right when they're talking with their with their patients, but yeah. when you go see a specialist, a lot of times they don't. They're that's what they do. So yeah. they're talking, and man, it's going right over your head <laughs> because <laughs> they're after you know. There's a heart surgeon, so he's talking yeah. about vascular this and so on and uh-huh. so forth. And so I think you can kind of look at it the same way. You want to have that comfort with the person that is performing the financial checkup, you know, on right. you versus you know the personal one. So I, this is a lot of you know the jargon can kind of get us you know confused. And I thought it'd be a good idea to talk about it a little bit. No, that and, was good. Uh, and I, I like and, that. And I think the toolkit and the, the the investor awareness guide again is another good way to kind of you know get some more information. So I'll let you hit that, and then we'll get out of here for today. So yeah, let me tell you about the toolkit a little bit because the guide, the investor awareness guide that we've mentioned here, Mark, is in the toolkit. So the uh, the toolkit has that guide. It also has a book called The Lies My Broker Taught Me. It's really great, uh, and I've got a lot of a lot of good feedback from people that have received that already. So if you want to have a few uh, chuckles, I guess, by reading that, or if you want to actually see how a lot of the industry treats people it's it's really good so um and then there's also a cd in there about taxes helps you reduce we talked about earlier helping reduce taxes in retirement so a lot of great things in this toolkit it doesn't cost you anything if you'd like to receive that just simply text the word retire to triple five triple eight we'll get that toolkit out to you or you can simply call our office at 855-51-COACH I think we've sent out about 75 or 80 of those this wow. year, Mark. We've sent a lot of those out. Yeah. So if you'd like to get your free copy of that, we'd, we'd love to get it to you. It's got a lot of great information in there. Yeah. 855-51-COACH. And does it still come with the squishy, the stress ball? It does. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah got, the stress ball. It's got the ticking really tax helpful. time bomb stress ball in there. <laughs> Especially uh, when the, you know, the politicians start talking. And yeah, you just exactly. grab that thing and start squeezing. Yeah, I, I, I use mine here on the program quite a bit when we're talking. It's just fun just to kind of squeeze. Well, That's there you right. go, folks. If you'd like to get your own uh, retirement rescue toolkit, again, you can do a couple of ways. You can get it a couple of ways. Uh, just simply call 855-51-COACH and say, hey, send me out that kit. Uh, here's my name and phone number. Tanya will call you back or Nathan will call you back. And uh, or actually, you got an intern now who might get give you a call back as well. So Nathan's uh, trying yeah. to educate the young people of the day. Yeah. He's got somebody helping him out in the office. This so. was actually her last week. Though, oh, was so, it? Because yeah, she's, she's going to go back not, to school. Yes, yeah, going yeah. back to school. She did great for us. Awesome. By the way. Awesome. Yeah, well, then, then maybe the intern won't call. But eight five five fifty one coach just call and say, hey, I'd like to get that retirement rescue toolkit. It's complimentary. They'll send it out to you. They just need to know where to send it. Or you can also stop by his website because there's a picture of it on there. You can click on that and go that route too. Investorcoach.net. That's investorcoach.net. But the easiest thing is just to simply call eight five five fifty one coach and say, Hey, give me my toolkit. I want to get that toolkit. So we appreciate y'all's time here on the program each and every week. Nathan, I always appreciate your time, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. Had a, had a good show today. I enjoyed that a lot. Hope everyone has, has a good weekend. Yep. Enjoy yourself and have a great time. Uh, and just remember, you know, it's uh, it's not that it's not as bad as it seems. And uh, we're always here for you every Saturday to talk about finances. So <laughs> we'll be on the airwaves next week. <laughs> to bring you out of that the bring you, that bring you, you out of the slump that you might <laughs> that's have. That's right. right. Uh, that's right. But uh, hopefully we do it with a little bit of flair, a little bit of that's panache. Right. Yeah. Nathan O'Brien, founder at O'Brien and Associates and my host right here, co-host right here, I guess, on the Financial Answer 855 855- 51 coach we'll catch you next time bye